Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. This is edition number six of season nine as we continue looking at the, at the book of Deuteronomy. Today we come to Deuteronomy chapter six. Let's pray first and then we'll consider this, um, this, cha- this uh, chapter together. Our Father in heaven, as we come now to your word, that word that is given to us as a light to our path, that word that is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, we pray that you would guide and direct us, that you would teach us the things that we need to know from this chapter in your word, uh, that we would learn that which you have given to us, that it might help us in our pilgrimage in the Christian life. We pray that you'd forgive us for the many ways in which we have turned aside from that which you have commanded we ask that you would forgive us and you'd grant us your spirit that we would know that which you have written here uh, in your word. Help us now, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, Deuteronomy chapter 6 is probably the, one of the more uh, well-known chapters uh, for uh, you Bible students out there. Deuteronomy 6, of course, contains what we know as the Shema of Israel, I'm going to comment on that in just a minute. Let me read. Um, let me read just the first uh, the first nine verses of the chapter, making a few comments as we go. Um, this chapter, of course, covers what what we know as uh, as the greatest uh, commandment. So Deuteronomy six, verse one. Now this is the commandment, the statutes, and the rules that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you, that you may do them in the land to which you are going over to possess it. Now. What's important here to note is that it is indeed a command. And and this is not to say that the the commands that Moses gave in Deuteronomy 5 and the retelling of the moral law um, are somehow set aside or put aside. But no, this is given and it holds a, um, a, a primary place in the exposition as Moses gives it to us as the greatest commandment itself. But notice also that in that first verse, uh, he gives it that they, the people that are listening to him may do them. Now, he says in the land, do them in the land to which you are about to possess. Of course, this does not mean that until they possess the land, they should not, they don't have to do these things. They should be doing these things uh, wherever they may find themselves. The other thing that's important to note as we really dig now deeper into the exposition of the moral law as Moses gives it to us, is that we need to hear that which God tells us. We need to, uh, we need to he- hear the word of the Lord, whether it's in the preaching of, the, of, of God's word on the Lord's day or whether when we read the scriptures on our own that we're listening carefully to what God says. So he gives it to them that they may do them in the land to which they are going over to possess, verse 2, that you may fear the Lord your God, you and your son and your son's son, by keeping all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you all the days of your life, and that your days may be long. Now, these this verse, of course, echoes a little bit of the fifth commandment in um, there in Deuteronomy uh, chapter five and verse sixteen, um, and it also sets up the very Shema of Israel that's coming in verse four, uh, verse three. Hear therefore, O Israel, and be careful to do them, that it may go well with you and that you may multiply greatly as the Lord, the God of your fathers, has promised you in a land flowing with milk and honey. 
verse 4. There's 4 now begins what we know as the Shema of Israel. It's taken from the Hebrew word that means to hear. Uh, that's the opening word there in our English translations. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Now, we note, of course, in this Shema of Israel that we need to heed or hear the very word of the Lord. I've already commented on that. We note also that uh, the, the Christian faith is a monotheistic faith. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. It is one God and three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we should love this God. We should love the one true God of heaven and earth with all of our being. Now, of course, this presents a challenge for fallen creatures. We don't love God with all of our being every minute of every day. We have a dwelling sin. We wrestle still with sin. And because we do, because that is true, we often and will fall short of the demand that the Shema of Israel here gives and that the Lord Jesus Christ picks up on in the Gospels. That is to say, uh, sadly, we do not love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We always fall short of it because of the remaining and dwelling sin in our, in our members. But it is not to say that we do not want or desire that. Those that are full of God's Spirit, who love the Lord Jesus Christ, they want to do this. They want to honor the God of heaven. And the way to do that is given to us right there in this, in this chapter by doing all the words that are commanded um, to us. Uh, remember, Moses is preaching functionally to the visible church. He's preaching to those who have been redeemed. He is preaching to those who visibly appear to be Christians, as it were. And as those of us who are Christians, one of the ways, the way in which we say we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength is that we're diligent to do that which he has commanded us. Jesus himself says that if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, there may be something in your life, there may be things in your life in which you have been, you are being disobedient. You know what those things are, and you're a Christian. And if that's true, then you need to deal with that. Christians repent of their sin because they know that their actions is dem are, are not demonstrating a love for God that saved them. It's demonstrating something very different. And so maybe there is something even today, and you need to deal with that. So the Lord will forgive, and he always does. And so repent of it, turn away from it, plead God's mercy, and ask for his strength that you might love him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength by doing all that he has, he has said. Now, not only that, but these things that we hear, the very Word of God, not just in the Ten Commandments, but all those things that we read and find in the Holy Scriptures, they need to be taught to our children, and they need to be done so in a diligent way. And you, so you shall teach your children, Moses tells the people, you should teach them diligently to your children. Now, this means an active time of instruction. Perhaps you want to call it family worship. That's fine. Um, in which you uh, utilize that opportunity to teach your children um, the uh, various oracles of the historic Christian faith. And there's so many different ways to do that. As, 
as families in the church. Um, there's many different books out there and you can use. You can just sit down with your Bible and read a chapter a night, a chapter in the morning, a chapter in the evening, whatever it is, that, you, however it is you do it, make some comments about it, generate some discussion, pray together, maybe sing a hymn or a psalm, <clears throat> pray together and 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 move on <clears throat> but it's not just that that is not just the the, the magic bullet that will then uh, assure our children will indeed walk according to the faith that's been once delivered to the saints no uh, we need to not only teach them but we need to live by example before them the christian faith the gospel the hope of christ and so moses says you shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way when you lie down and when you rise and so it needs to be a home that is full of the gospel from morning till evening, 24-7, 365 days a year. We are regularly placing before our children the, um, the living and active word of, of God before them, both in, 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 in instruction, but also in behavior. And so it's vitally important that these things are done. One of the reasons, I think, that we see such weakness in the church today is because our families are very busy. We are too busy. We got everything going on under the sun. We're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing the other thing, and we're losing our children because we are not taking seriously the Shema of Israel. And because of that, as a result of that, uh, our children are growing up very ignorant of the Christian faith. They don't know the oracles of the faith, and they're not uh, they're, they're not shown those things by example every single day. Now look, I'm a pastor. I have many children to care for. But the fact is, I only have them in front of me for a couple hours a week. You parents, that's, this is your responsibility. I'm more than happy to help you with that. I'm more than happy to teach you how to do that. But I can't do it for you. That's something that you absolutely uh, must do uh, as parents in a faithful way before the Lord. Well, the rest of the chapter is there before you. You can read it for yourself. I've already taken up enough time today and I've given you, I hope, enough to think about as you reflect on the Shema of Israel and the demand to love the God of heaven with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. I hope they are. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Thursday edition when we consider Deuteronomy chapter uh, chapter uh, 7. Uh, may the Lord help you today. May you strive to do all that he has commanded. God bless.